Hi, I'm Greg Benevent, and welcome back to another Website Depot podcast. We're once again very happy to bring to you Bilal Hamada, one of our great clients who has some really interesting, really useful information for many of you out there. Uh, how are you doing today, Bilal? Good. Thank you, Greg. How are you doing today? I'm hanging in, man. I'm hanging in. All right. So, you know, you're an attorney and you're out there still working for your clients. And uh, I, I was real curious, like, how did the lockdown, you know, and the shutdown and all this in California, how did that affect the court system and the world of law? Right. So, you know, the COVID-19 had a major effect on the entire world. And, uh, didn't leave any victims behind. Uh, so pretty much the entire world went on lockdown, including the, the courts and the justice system. The courts, I believe it was March 23rd and uh, the Superior Court of LA County when they officially issued a lockdown order and officially closed off the courts to the public. Um, obviously, you know, it couldn't, remain that way where we want to, you know, have uh, availability to the, the court system. So in all of their wisdom, they did make some adjustments and changes so that we can resume our cases. Uh, in regards to court hearings today, they're basically done by phone. Uh, for all civil hearings, everybody appears by phone. Um, it's a system that the court implemented called Remote Connect, where you just call in and wait for your case to be heard, and the judge can hear you by speakerphone through the court system, and you can hear the judge, and it's quite efficient, actually. Uh, they just do a roll call of cases, and as your case gets called, you make your oral argument, so the judge can still move the case forward. In regards to jury trials, however, that's presented a particular uh, problem and obstacle because of the social distancing uh, requirements. You know, whenever, the, whenever a case gets set for trial, the first part of the trial is jury selection. So they bring out like 100 jurors, they put them together in the same courtroom, and then the attorneys start interviewing the jurors regarding whether they have a bias towards a certain, towards your case and whether they would be a good fit for your case to serve as a juror. So obviously if you want to fit a hundred people inside of a courtroom, you know, everybody is going to be sitting very close to each other. So jury selection, which is the first part of trial, has been postponed, which has postponed a lot of cases because if a case does not settle, then ultimately it has to go to a trial in which your community, your peers, judge the case and award, um, you know, whatever amount they want to award. So all jury trials for civil have been postponed until 2021. So there haven't really been any jury trials, you know, after March uh, in this area. There have, to my knowledge, in other states, there have been other attempts at jury trials by video, but it didn't really work out because from what I understand, there was technical issues and a lot of the jurors were found 
or assumed to not be paying full attention uh, because you couldn't really monitor that being that they were not in the presence of the judge or the attorney. So I don't think that really worked out, the jury trial by Zoom. Um, any trials that are bench trials, that's different than a jury trial because that's in front of a judge instead of in front of a jury. Those that were postponed until November 16 of this year. Now, obviously, it's easier to abide by the social distancing rules when you're only in the presence of one decision maker, the judge, instead of the presence of 12 decision makers, the jury, and the other you know, 80 to 90 people that are potential jury members that you are interviewing and they're waiting to be called uh, you know, to be interviewed. So jury trials have really taken uh, a toll. Um, another important part of a uh, case is the deposition that's taken of either side, which is testimony. It's the same effect as if you're in a courtroom on a witness stand and you swear to tell the truth and nothing but the truth. It's uh, the most important probably phase of discovery, which is when each side in a case exchanges information and becomes familiar with each other's position in a case. Now the rule was in a deposition that the court reporter, the person writing everything down that's being said in a deposition had to be in the presence of the deponent. The deponent is the person who is answering the question. Um, however, there have been some emergency court orders which actually allow us to do depositions remotely by Zoom uh, most commonly. And sometimes they use other uh, products aside from Zoom, but usually it's been Zoom. And the court reporter, the deponent, the attorneys, and sometimes if there's an interpreter required, are all actually in separate places. And we are doing a Zoom meeting deposition. And that's been the norm since the court order, emergency order allowed for us to do remote depositions a few months ago. And I actually see this uh, becoming maybe a permanency, you know, uh, due to just the efficiency that Zoom and technology provides to these depositions, to these court hearings, because it really reduces the amount of travel time and preparation time, and you can kind of just get right to the chase. So I think that the use of technology in our uh, practice has made our cases quicker and more efficient. So it's definitely been a bonus. Now, in criminal cases, there's a specific rule that the defendant has to consent to do uh, a remote appearance. So if the defendant, the person being charged with the crime, does not consent to a remote appearance, those must be done in person, actually. So there are certain types of cases, like criminal cases, where the hearing, uh, the defendant must be in person, um, unless the defendant consents to do it remotely. Um, also, there's small claim hearings, which are matters that are less than $10,000 if you're suing an individual defendant, and $5,000 if you're suing a corporate defendant. So those are just one hearing and, you know, usually they put like, like, you know, 50 to 100 people in the same room 
and then the judge just calls each case and they usually last five to ten minutes. Obviously, oh. because of social distancing, that's not uh, available anymore, the in-person. So what the courts and all of their wisdom have provided are for uh, telephonic appearances uh, and then all the exhibits that you use uh, you know, to support your case are actually filed electronically prior to the small claims hearing taking place. So the judge and the other party already has access to your exhibits, to what you're going to use to support your case prior to the hearing, and they just need you on the phone to present your oral arguments to support the documents you're presenting, and then the judge makes their decision. The last thing that... Um, so we talked about criminal appearances, how you can appear in person, but you still must wear a mask when you enter the courtroom. You must maintain six foot social distancing. We Go talked ahead. about civil jury trials that have been postponed until January 2021. May also be postponed again. Um, we talked about non-jury trials in front of a judge. Those are postponed until the middle of November. And now, you know, when you want to file a case, a lot of times you just walk up to the court, there's a filing window, you know, and uh, you take your complaint or summons or your, or your initial filing documents and you file them at the window, they stamp your, your documents and you take your copy and leave. But now the courts are urging people to file things electronically. Mm. So there's different websites where you can actually upload your summons and complaint or other court filings and then they get submitted to the court and get processed that way. And they're deemed filed the day that you submit them, even if they are stamped on a different day. You know, because a lot of times there's deadlines you have to abide by, um, like statute of limitations. So you don't want to file something on the last day, but then it doesn't get stamped a week later. It wouldn't be fair to bar a case just because the court couldn't get to it immediately. Um, so there's been a huge effect on the way that we practice law. You really had to be able to use and implement technology into your practice to keep up and to be able to still effectively represent your clients, which thankfully we have been able to do and hope to continue to do. So that in a nutshell has been the effect of COVID on the court system and how we as attorneys are coping with it so that we can um, effectively move forward. Uh, any follow-up questions I was going to ask you, you more or less really covered there. It, um, I mean, it's, it's yeah, you laid out uh, how, you know, the civil system can work, how the, the criminal system can work. That's all been, uh, uh, that's all going to be very helpful. It, um, so yeah, if there's, uh, if there's nothing else, I, I, I want to thank you for taking the time to talk to us today, Bilal. It's always good to see you. And um, yeah, uh, 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 we're going to close out with a little video of yours here, I believe. So uh, on behalf of uh, Website Depot, my name's uh, Greg Benevent. Thank you. Take it easy, and we'll see you next time.